You are now listening to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything king. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kinkers folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. What's good, everybody? This is your guy, Sir Inc. And today, I started an anonymous uh, NGL thing. Anonymous, so I ask questions or confessions. And I'm just going to go over a couple of them today. But before I do, I want to say, please excuse any background noise you hear. There's a lot of construction going on next door to me, so... What can I do? And I wanted to get this video done because I haven't been able to go on live through Facebook because of their restrictions. But I'm going to do this video and post it anyway. You know, post it through YouTube. It's what we do. Please follow, click, and subscribe to that channel, please. Also, uh, my apparel is up. My apparel shop is up. The logo is different. This classic logo will be on there. You will be able to purchase this with the ball gag in the inside. You'll be able to get that online. Uh, but the new logo is a little, it's, it's different. Uh, it's, a, it's definitely a rebranding because the, the, the ball gag gives you just more definition to what that is. So that's going to be part of that BDSM brand that we have, right? But... The other logo is definitely geared toward more like, hmm, what, 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 what's that about? And you get to explain this thing to people because what sort of ink is, is ink isn't like inquisitive, you know, and, you know, um, inquisitor, right? Grand inquisitor for all those that watch Star Wars, right? And it's just asking questions, exploring life, you know, and also all the things in life that, gentlemen are into fashion travel liquor cigars ladies bdsm relationships mentorships all things that men do and i am a more focused male heterosexual male brand to a degree and why i say to a degree because i do have female apparel uh, teddy bears for all those that was asked for teddy bears. I haven't gotten the the uh, the pacifiers yet, but they are coming. I'm also coming back with dirty writing uh, makeup that will be further into the new year, probably more so January and February. I'll bring it out because I had to order some new stuff. So I'm getting things arranged, getting it popping, you know. So check out the apparel, rep the brand. I love it. I love you for your support. And let's keep this thing going. So without further ado, let me reach into my phone here and let me come up on these questions that I got. Let's start here. You ever think about having the ability to teleport? Every day, every day I wish I could walk out of my job, out of my business, and walk into my preferred reality, which is somewhere warm, close to a beach, palm trees, 
coconuts. I could drink coconut water, fresh. And just good vibrations, you know, a, a different uh, feel than the westernized societies, you know, you know. So, yes, I wish I could teleport every day. I wish I could teleport, walk through a door like uh, remember Doctor Who back in the day? Yeah, walk inside that 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 little booth and teleport somewhere else in a heartbeat. Wish I could do it. Let me see. How many exes do you have? I find this one to be funny. So I said, hmm that I consider being with, about three and a possible. If you're in the speeds, I had about three and a possible. And the funny thing is, is like the relationships that I consider to be uh, serious to me. And I'm not a you're my girl kind of guy. I'm not the just making any girl my girlfriend kind of guy. That's not my thing. So the ones that I consider, and this is including, uh, let's say this excludes my, my ex-wife. So. Let's just say, uh, or an impossible in my in my lifetime. But if you ask some others, they would all think they would say they were with me for whatever small amount of time we were together. But no, so it's funny. I've seen a uh, a question online is not how many people have you been with, but how many people have been with you, and that's so hilarious because I know we've all been in some kind of situationship where it's not that serious for us, but the person that we're dealing with, it's a lot deeper for them. And you hear them social cues that they start leaking into how things are just a little bit more serious for them than it is for you. It's just really kind of ridiculous. At any rate, the next, why would a man who has a wife that is his submissive cheat every chance he gets, even though his wife has a higher sex drive than him and he constantly turns her down? And I responded by saying, us men are wired to want more and do it without including our other, which I try to preach the opposite to younger men. This society doesn't teach to master one before you try more. And so you have to understand why I tell women to, if you're dating, find a man that's ambitious, that, that's driven, because the drive sucks up a lot of extra time that a man would have. And that extra time that men have, sometimes we can fill it with nonsense, right? And so if you have a man that has plenty of time on his hands, he might be into plenty of nonsense. I'm not saying that's the case with everybody. I'm just saying, this is how you get to these kind of situations. Also too, there are some guys that are just fuck boys and you gotta know if you're with a fuck boy. And what do I mean by fuck boy in this in this aspect, what I mean is I got it. All he wants to do is stick it in anyone and everyone he can get, because for him, it's not about you. It's not personal to you, what you can or cannot do or how much more you got to give that he hasn't explored. He just likes more because his pilot is not satisfied. He has to have more and more and more and more. The revelation for him is he has an awesome woman that he hasn't explored all of her uh, limits and talents and so on and so forth, but he's always seeking something else because guys just want to fuck something else. Some people just have that thing in them that they just got to have someone else. It's not personal to you because it's not about what you are or aren't doing. He's had other girlfriends like you that he's done the same things, probably how he got you because he's a fuck boy. He just want to fuck. He may care about you. It's, it's, it's not like he doesn't love you, doesn't care about you, to a degree, he just can't help but be who he is, which is a fuckboy. 
Uh, what's my favorite song? Well, right now, I guess, because <laughs> I'm surrounded by young people, and I, and I also like it, too. SZA, I Hate You. It's, it's a really, uh, <laughs> the song in itself is really kind of crazy because it's really like a get back kind of song. Like, I hate you because of what you've done to me, and I wish I could, I wish you could feel the way I feel. And no matter if you're a male or female, if you've been in a situation and you felt like you were wrong, Sometimes you have those feeling of resentment. Like, you know, I wish you could feel the way I feel. You know, like you're such a jerk, you know, but I love you so much, but you're such a jerk. I really want you to feel the way you make me feel so you can understand, you know, what you're doing to me. So I just like the song for that. But, you know, so for now, that's my favorite song. I think overall, Always and Forever by Heat Wave would be my, you know, my childhood song that I love ever since the first time I heard it. Uh... Should I be honest with you on here? You can always be honest whether you want to be anonymous or you want to want to have yourself shown. It's all good. Just be honest because that's what it is. I mean, why not be honest? What is it to be ashamed of? What is it to be scared of? You know, if you don't put it out there, it's a no, no matter what it is. You know, so the only thing you can do is open up more understanding if you omit something. Uh, my favorite hobby, my favorite hobby, uh, I would have to say is collecting cigars. So I like collecting cigars, specifically Cuban cigars, because underneath the Sir Inc. brand is a bunch of guys that, uh, is a culture of men that smoke cigars. So specifically like my Thursday night crew here at the shop and just, the guys that I roll with, they smoke cigars. So this is like our thing, you know, and cigars are like wine. You can collect them. And as long as you take care of them in your humidor, you can have them for decades on top of decades. So I've mentioned this story before. My friend's dad, high-end lawyer, won a case for this Indian guy. And the guy sent his driver to my friend's dad's job. We call him Pop. So sent him to Pop job. He opened, he gave him a case as a gift for one in the case. In the case was five cigars called Pinars from Cuba. And the significance of these Pinars are they are pre-Fidel cigars, which means when, well, so to give you context for this, when Fidel took over Cuba, there were many factories making different cigars. He streamlined everything to basically one factory for a long time. So... These Pinars are pre-Fidel's, pre-Fidel era, and they were worth about, I think he said about $5,000 a stick. So, yeah, so imagine, you know, cigars surviving the 60s, you know, to now. This is what we're talking about. So they're, they're really a um, collector, it's a collector's thing, it's a hobby, and you also have to make sure that your box is right, the water is right. You can't neglect it. So you have to. So it's, it's it's like having plants. It's having something that you're giving back to. You know, you're giving back to yourself. And so, this is what I like about cigars. Collecting cigars. Um, so I have a confession. Uh, this this uh, person says I sold beat pictures, and I responded by saying I'm not mad at you. The internet is a different world with many fetishes, and I've met some young ladies that say guys will proposition them to some 
pictures of their feet, $25, $50. I mean, damn, you know, if you're a pretty girl, I'm not mad at you just taking pictures of your feet and signing them, getting a couple hundred dollars. The way all these little apps is, Zelle, Cash App, all that, psh, why not? Some dude, I mean, I know it seems kind of weird. It is weird, but I mean, who can't use an extra $25 the way gas prices are nowadays? I'm just saying, if I could sell pictures of my, my, my raggedy feet, I would. Uh, another confession is I clap when the plane lands. I appreciate I appreciate those that hold that apprehension in, because one thing I I had a good time on a flight. Where was I coming from? I might have been flying back from Brazil, and this young lady next to me might have been Florida. Either way, uh, this young lady and her mother. Our mother was so nervous the whole flight. I mean, had the Bible open, praying and holding her hand when it would be about to land. And we landed, she was like, thank, thank, glasses of deals. And, you know, she was clapping her hands and, you know, she was just like this. And I was looking over like, wow, I looked at her daughter. Her daughter looked at me. I was like, I get it. She was like, mm, pray, like, pray for me. So that was a good, funny moment. Uh, that lady was completely nervous, but she was holding it together during the flight. I was hoping... Yeah, she would hold it together. She went to sleep a little bit, so she held it together long enough. But when we took off when we landed, she was a nervous wreck. Uh, here's a semi-anonymous. I miss having a daddy. Would you be mine? I'm kind of, so my response to this, like, I'm kind of hard to serve in that way. Like, blindly, it may look good, right? Like, I look online, I see women that are submissive. I'm like, oh, man, she great. Yeah, nah, you know, what I can do. But not all the times does that mean that look and what that connection can be and can we both grow together? That's a different story. So I appreciate you uh, thinking that I, you know, actually seeing me as valuable enough to want to serve. I appreciate that. But just in a practical sense, that's where we start. But then we have to talk to figure out, can I help you? the way you need to be helped. Can I help pour into you the things that help you become whole, help you explore yourself and expand yourself and vice versa? So on the face, appreciate it. But let's have a conversation and see where we match up at. And that's just in general. If you meet any dom or any submissive, I believe that you need to figure out if y'all match up and not just blindly go just instituting your own thing without understanding that person's lifestyle, that person's life, kids, no kids, or whatever the case may be. Do you have, here's another anonymous, do you have trust issues? Hmm. I can if I do, I voice the issue. Uh, when you're a trustworthy person, you see BS clear as day. That is my response. And yeah, if I have trust issues, I got to speak on it, you know, because I don't like that feeling. I'm not going to let that linger on or I'm going to let you know that I see it or whatever you're doing that goes against the things that we may have agreed, agreed upon that would give me a trust issue. Um, but once I get to know you, I hope to not that ever had trust issues. You know, it's very clear cut. Do what you say you're going to do, do the things that we agreed to, and then we don't have any issues for trust. So. That's my response to that. And now uh, another confession. Do you use the same term of endearment for every sub? Not at all. Everybody is some, something different to everyone, right? 
So a submissive might be a baby girl. I can't use, uh, I can't talk to her or use slave terms on her. If she's a brat, I can't use slave ter slave terminology on her. So everyone has their own unique thing. And so I need to know you and fill you out. And then I can give you a pet name. You know, uh, it may be little something or baby girl, pretty girl, or it could be a bunch of things. It could be something plus your name, you know? So that's how I see those, those terms of endearments, those pet names. Everything for me is like specific to you because this experience with me between you is unique to us. Not something that's like going to McDonald's or order number one, number two. I don't have any experiences with submissives that are the same in each one of them. We may have done some same things, but the you know how I'm interacting with them and all that is different. And I think that's just indicative of relationships. You can't just deal with everybody the same way, even relationships with family members or kids. You can't treat your kids the same way, even if you had two sons or two daughters or one son, one daughter, like they're all gonna be different. Your relationship with them are gonna be different. You can't treat one the way you treat the other because everybody receives uh, love, criticism, and conversations differently. And you have to understand that. Uh, are you currently training a submissive? I am not currently training a submissive, but I am like an advisor to many. And so there is a young lady who has a dom who really is a, he really is a swinger. And one of the things that I think we've been seeing growing, especially in, let me just say the African-American community, is people that are swingers getting into BDSM. But there's this in-between. And I think what's in between the swinger lifestyle and BDSM is kink. And I think that people, I think we all agree on kink, right? We all agree on role playing sometimes and bringing in toys or bringing in different apparatuses and things of that nature. But swinging and, and, and BDSM are two different things. BDSM over here is more about the power exchange dynamic. And the transition that people are swingers have issues with when they come across that kink line in BDSM, the issue that they're having is more responsibility in a way of you being a dominant, she being a submissive, or whatever the case may be, if you're a female dom and you're having a male submissive, but it's that exchange and that's that someone has to be setting the agenda and having autonomy over everything. And the other person has subverted their power to the other person once they understood that they can believe in this person and trust this person and their vision and where they want to go agreed upon. So people come from swinging, which is more like being open, right? Because you have swingers who have shared their wives or shared their husbands or whatever the case may be. Now you're coming over swinging into this lane, which you're going through the kink to get to the BDSM, but BDSM is more rules and structure and things that need to be done, protocols. This is not just open. And I'm seeing a lot of um, people that are swingers um, struggle with 
being in the lifestyle. So back to this question, I'm only assisting another dominant in how things should be. Because if not, he's going to allow this submissive to basically train him. And that's not going to work. That's not really going to work because she has uh, alpha energy in her too. Because she also has people underneath her that she not dominates, but um, I won't say dominate or control, but she advises that she leads. And so, and also her job is one of management leadership. So he, her dom doesn't really understand how much he needs to structure that so she can free herself of that energy. If she's, if she has to go from her job and dealing with all that and dealing with the other people that she has underneath for her that she's teaching and training and whatnot like that and has to train and teach you, then she's not going to be all in. The only way she can be all in is if you are a safe place and a place of rest, a place of refuge, a place of, of you know relief, joy, and a place that she doesn't have to think or overthink. That's the difference. Uh, do you train new submissive? Well, I only train one at a time. And those dedicated to what is agreed upon, the dedication is the challenge. So, yes, we can agree to, cool, I'll train you. But then you got to have the discipline to follow the rules, to follow the instructions, to live up to the things that you agreed upon. And what happens is people lack focus. They lack dedication. They lack you, you, you give them the structure and they lack dedication to uphold to their end of the bargain, right? But let you as a dominant slip a little bit, they on your ass. So the issue for me is I'm cool with it. I need to understand you. I need to know you. You need to know me. And I need to determine, are you really serious? And I can only see that by giving you light tasks and protocols to see how well you follow that. And then after a month, we can ratchet it up and I can see that you're serious and I can be more serious with you. But there's a lot of people that's oh, I want you to train me. I want you to be my dime. Okay, cool. And then you get into one week of maybe like a writing assignment and they're falling, they're falling apart. They can't do it. They can't seem to structure their life or they're too lazy to add in the things that they need to do. This is dedication. This is about being dedicated to yourself and the things that you say you desire and the results that you want. You can say whatever you want, but we all do things that will fill that need. So is it a need or a want? Because once it's like, man, it come and go. A need is constant. A need is I gotta have that, like water. And I'm, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure I have water to take a shower, water to drink, water to wash dishes, water to cook with. Like I'm gonna make sure that that bill is paid. I can't fall asleep on that bill. Same same concept, y'all. One thing you can't survive without, this is an anonymous message, affection and appreciation when it comes to relationships and sex. When you're a passionate person, appreciation for your efforts means a lot. Without, without it, you can feel jaded and have resentment toward those you're going hard for. Yes, that's my sentiments there. Self-explanatory, like the one thing I can't survive without in a relationship are those things because I go hard. 
I'll give you my last. I'm going to do whatever it takes to try to make sure that everybody in the household or in the situation is happy, treated fairly, and all that. But if it seems like I'm just doing that and there is no, it doesn't have to be a reward, but appreciation, just thank you. Thank you for, for being there. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for not letting me down. Just those kind of words just mean a lot to someone who's going hard for you in the paint. And I don't know how to be otherwise. If you go hard for me, I'm going to treat you great. I'm going to tell you how much you mean to me. I'm going to show you how much you mean to me. And I'm going to try to give you gifts or little things that show, look, man, you're loved, you're appreciated. You know, that's and that's why my circle is small. And I had another one that talked about um, about friends and like how do I see friendship? And I have many friends, and I told you guys as a as a barber and owning my own business you form relationships over the years with people that normally outside of work, you don't really have anything in common, but because of the business and other things that we may have in common, like kids and things of that nature, like you, you form friendships. But I have friends and I have family. I have family that are over here that are friends. And I have friends over here that are family. And what I mean by that is my family are those are people comprised of friends, family members, uh, blood family members, right? That I give to, they give back to me. And it's cyclical, you know, it's cyclical. We give to one another. We see, we can anticipate each other. We understand where each other are. We know who each other are. We know how to help one another. Or if you need help, I'll be there for you. I can trust you. You know, I know this isn't in vain. And then you have your friends who are cool with you and you're cool with them and you'll do things for them and they may do things for you, but they don't necessarily maybe do it for you. They don't necessarily maybe know how to help or they're just takers. It doesn't mean they're bad people. They just don't know how to reciprocate. So, or you just don't really mess with their vibe. You don't really mess with their character outside of cutting hair. It doesn't mean they're bad people or someone can be bad people, right? It just means outside of this common ground we walk on, which is my shop, when we really don't have much in common. I'm not really going to, you know, be doing, with, doing anything with you outside of work hours. That's that. But what do you guys think? I want to wish you guys a happy new year i hope everything that you wanted in 22 came to you those things that did not you get in 23 i hope that if you make resolutions that they are resolved in 23 and i'm just wishing you love peace and health and most of all good mental health people are really struggling out here and I think it's just important that those people that you consider friends and the people that you consider family, just, you know, check on them. Just ask them how they're doing. Are you okay? You know, you don't always have to ask them if they need anything. 
Because you got some people that just say they want something just because you are just open to helping, right? But just to make sure that people are okay, you know, just check on people. You know, I will often put up a mental health post, you know, mental health check, where you at, you know, because people need it. Sometimes people need a friend or a stranger to talk to. You know, people are going through a lot of things post-COVID. I just think people are having a hard time of life. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, you know, just hearing from a stranger, having someone drop some some knowledge on you is can mean a lot. But what do you think? Leave your comments below. I'll leave, I will also leave a link for the anonymous chat if you want to hit me up with some crazy question or just crazy confession please do i am here for it until next time peace